The following is a Barrett Sports Media production. There are two sides to the broadcast industry. Content creators and money makers. This podcast is for that second group. Sellers, buyers, managers, anyone with an interest in business. You're all welcome here. This is Seller to Seller. Now, here's your host, Jeff Caves. Gary Sarner is the founder of ROI 360 Plus. It's a media planning, buying, consulting firm, you know, primarily for legal firms and legal services. He's also worked in Intercom and Odyssey. Maybe some of you have known him if you've gone through the Miami area. He's a senior AE there selling QAM amongst other stations. He was also with Beasley Broadcast Group, working in national sales and management. Uh, also selling for the Miami Hurricanes and Dolphins radio networks. It's quite a background. I know you love radio, but tell me how you transitioned to starting your own agency business that specializes in handling legal firms. How did this happen? I went on a sales call in 2013 to a lawyer here in South Florida, and I went in there to do a CNA and see how I could help them. Mm -hmm. And I noticed on the back of his credenza, he had a stack of invoices because all great salespeople could read upside down. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, Hey, do you even look at those things? They look unopened. Mm -hmm. He's like, Oh, my people love me. They take care of me. And I'm like, dude, you're taking it up the wrong side. Whoa. without Any protection. Right. And make a long story short. He says, okay, why don't you audit this for me? And about 50% of his schedule ran wrong. And he says, oh, my God, you're new, my new ad agency. It happened um, back at the time before Entercom bought Lincoln Financial. Approval was given for me to handle his account mm -hmm. within the market while working for Lincoln. Then Entercom bought us. It was all put out in the open there. And... Um, for nine years, I handled Anna Jar and Levine's radio and television, buying, auditing, invoicing, everything. On February 15th of 2021, I get a call from Odyssey that says, hey, listen, um, we know that we approve you handling this other business, but we need you to unwind it over the next two weeks. Wow. That's what I said. I had thought about opening up an agency for a while. Um, we had done some great things together in South Florida and then growing throughout the state of Florida. And um, I went back to the people at Odyssey who are amazing and said, you know what, guys, my time has come. My, my kids were not small anymore. Mm -hmm. So if I was going to take a chance, this was going to be the time. I left Odyssey and opened up ROI 360+, plus, not with the intention of becoming a legal marketing expert, but as I got into the business plan more mm -hmm. and what I was doing, I was like, you know, we built something really special. I could duplicate this. When you were still that senior AE, right? With Odyssey and Intercom. How did the structure work with the client? Were you an in-house agency taking a salary or did you work on the commission or how did that? Tell us what you can. So I was a consultant to the law firm. 
because he spent so much money with Odyssey, mm -hmm. it was a pleasure to help. Over the course of the years, we only had one broadcast station that said, we're not working with somebody that works at the competition. Did he have a in-house agency set up? No. no. He, he was somebody that did it himself. He prides himself on what I would call probably the best client broadcaster relationships I've ever seen. And I was fortunate hmm. to be able to be under the hood of a client like I had never been prior to 2013. And at that point, I had 25 years in the business. We just assume things are good because they continue to advertise. Right. Tell me about your mix in when you're representing, because you're in 18 markets representing different legal firms, the mix of media that you suggest or that you have a formula for. What's your strategy? I would say 90% of the dollars that I spend for law firms around the country is in radio. Oh, we're loving this. Oh, it's my passion. Yeah, but tell me how you do it. I want to know, strategically speaking, behind the scenes, you put the tap scan together, you you have a scheduling and a flighting and a, a philosophy that you go to these stations with. What will you tell us about what that is? You need to be on every day, 365 days a year with more frequency than anybody else on the radio. Hmm. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. The messaging doesn't necessarily always have to be a 30-second commercial. Because when you really think about the need of a lawyer in the personal injury space, nobody needs them right now. Because nobody's picking up the phone and calling the phone number when they hear the spot. They get in the accident, they slip and fall, something goes on in their world. Mm -hmm. And what do they do like everybody else in the world? They Maybe Google go it. to Google. Yeah. They Google it. And if you've built that brand, all of your online marketing is going to stand out better. I still believe that radio drives Google traffic better than any medium out there today. Do you actually call for a competitive in the category or on the station where you talk about the frequency that you want to have overall in the week or in a day part? Or Because that could be pretty expensive, I would assume, in some markets when they have car dealers banging away and all that. Some people are not going to like to hear this. I don't deal with any salespeople across the country. Okay. I only deal with a GM or a DOS. Salespeople have the ability to say no. They don't have the ability to say yes. I buy radio different than any agency in America. And most agencies are looking for a cost per point or a cost per thousand first. Some efficiency, sure. I, on the other hand, am looking for a partnership that's going to be long-term because okay. I won't take on a client who does not commit to one year of advertising. Okay, so you have a 52-week deal. Let's talk turkey. Here I am, Jeff Caves, Gary, uh, I'm DOS for whatever cluster, and you got a 52-week commitment from this client. 
I'm a sports radio station. Are you looking to buy weekly frequency numbers? How, how do you attack my station in terms of 687P? What do you want? So I have a proprietary system that I have put together that I utilize across the country. And it doesn't matter if it's sports. I don't care the format. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Sure. If you wanted to reach the entire audience of a station, mm-hmm. how many commercials an hour do you need to have? An hour? I would say in every break. I'd have to be in every break. You need one every quarter hour. How many stations are running? Four breaks an hour. Oof. That's a great question. You would probably have a better feel for it than me. Very, very few outside of the news talk format. Right. So I've come up with a system that works for me and the clients that I have on board. Now, in a perfect world, we buy everybody in the market. There are some clients that cannot afford to go all in up front. So then there's some strategy that comes in behind it. Are we looking to target African-Americans? Are we looking to target Hispanics? Are we looking to target Anglo? Are we looking to target lower income or upper income? And there's a difference there because the type of coverage people have, the more money they make, the more likely they are to have uninsured motorists. So there's a lot of strategy that goes behind buying radio in a market. And I learned pretty quickly when I opened the agency and I had to start working in markets that working with the salespeople, I couldn't get things done quickly. People want to move fast in today's world. The next station group that I called, I spoke to the GM. I set a meeting up in the market. And my God, we had everything banged out in one meeting. Wow. Except for the price. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably strategic. When it, when it comes to buying the stations, are you a 6A to mid Monday through Sunday guy? Or do you like to maximize your reach through the 6A, 7P Monday through Friday? I am a 24 hours a day advertiser. Okay. 24 I want to be on as often as I possibly can based upon the type of money the client has to spend. I'm assuming play-by-play sponsorships. If I'm selling the Hurricanes or the Yeet, I may be talking to the wrong guy on some level. You can get frequency in those products. How do you feel about that? The high premium, big reach product. So I am a big proponent of sports marketing. That is some of the most loyal listeners, fans that you can get. Now, I manage play-by-play sales for the Marlins, the Dolphins, the Panthers, the the Hurricanes. And I'm going to be speaking out of both sides of my mouth here a little bit. Radio stations sell inventory they need to sell. I buy the inventory that the client needs to drive their brand. I want to reach people. How do I reach as many people for as few dollars as possible? And if I do it, Station after station after station after station, we're going to reach the market. And if we penetrate the market, we're going to have a known brand that when that moment of truth comes, they're going to reach out to my client before they reach out to somebody else. 
How do you handle the the Google piece and the the pay per click, the Google AdWords? Yeah, I'm sure your clients talk to you. They want you to geofence, you know, hospitals or what, wherever, right? How, what do you do with that piece of the business? So I tell every law firm that I speak with, mm-hmm. the first thing they must have in order is their website. That is where anybody is going to land to find out about the law firm. They have to have great content. So their SEO brings them up to the top. What we do on the radio and somewhat on television is to make sure that when somebody goes to Google, that the client is right there. My client, because of all the broadcasts that they do, oh, I know that firm. I'm calling them. And on sports radio, um, buying sports radio is a little bit different than buying music radio. How's that? Because it's active listenership. Sure. People are there for a reason. And whether it's the host or the content, a team, we know the time spent listening on sports radio is far longer than any music station out there. And when you really, really, really look at the sports radio buyer, most of those people are buying from the heart because they love their team, their host, and they want to hear their own commercials. If you were to open up a book right now and look at Buffalo, New York, would you look at ratings, shares, who ranks high in the demo you seek? How do you go about that? So I will look at the top cuming station based okay. on Nielsen. I will look at the bottom cuming station. That's a major station. And I start writing down the cumes. Okay. And I get rid of the stations that I don't need. For me, I set up meetings with the GM or DOS of a cluster. I want to know the whole cluster. I want to buy this across the board. I'm going to be your worst nightmare for three days. You know, I know more about a radio station and a radio station's clock than 99% of the media buyers across the country. So I know how to get into areas where other people aren't going to ask to be. Let me pivot for you. I want you to help these sports sellers because you've managed play-by-play inventory. You've worked in sports radio. You've sold it at a high level. You now entertain some sellers and you have to tell them goodbye. But if you were to tell them how to do their job best or better or improve or gain more business, you've been in new business development. What would you tell the 2022 seller in a sports radio environment on how they could get better at what they do and actually just sell more advertising? When you're ready to finally make the phone call, not send an email, make the phone call. Know who your prospect is. Know what they are currently doing. Know what kind of frequency they have on air at other stations. And most importantly, don't start off looking to sell a package. People want to buy things that are going to drive their business. Today's seller has so much pressure 
from every broadcast company that they're almost doing it out of fear versus how do I actually help? Mm-hmm. And there's a shit ton of information out there. I would venture a guess that more than half of the salespeople out there today don't actually know how to use media monitors, don't fully know how to use their tap scan. And training today is all on video. So for a seasoned seller who's looking to go to the next level, prospect the people that are big spenders in the market, but mm-hmm. aren't with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But understand that business inside and out. So when you do get the call, whether it's directly with a client mm-hmm. or with an agency, sure, you have proper questions to ask. Now, you're going to deal with a lot of agencies out there that are going to say, oh, I buy on a cost per point or a cost per thousand. And you never even get off the ground. Mm-hmm. But with someone like me who, yes, I need to know how many listeners we're going to reach. I want to have high frequency schedules and reach people more than five times in a week. Wow. Oh, it's. You want a high, you want a frequency higher than five per week. Yes, correct. Wow. I'd be, I'd like to see some of these budgets because if you're buying you know, six stations in a cluster with frequencies of five plus each week. These are some aggressive budgets. I do have clients with aggressive budgets. And I also have some clients that that don't. But because of the relationships that I have made with our broadcast partners at the top, I can only speak for me. Sure. When I go into a market, if I don't have a budget that will allow me to buy everything, we come in and say, this is where we're going to start. And we're going to grow with you. And I'm in a new market. And they're mm-hmm. saying they're looking at me like, dude, you're crazy. We hear this story all the time. Sure. Nobody lives up to it. I'm like, you know what? Why don't you call these six people right. that I currently work with for your company and let them tell you why you want to do this type of deal? I speak to a lot of lawyers all over the country who say, I want to be Morgan and Morgan. I want to be Anna Jar and Levine. I want to be Bader Scott. And I say to them, okay, how long have you been marketing? Well, I've been, you know, at it for about eight months. (laughs) I was like, okay, some of these guys have been advertising for 40 years (laughs) with no days off. Right. Marketing works. It takes a few things. You need to have great creative. You need to be on the right channels. And you need to give it long enough to work. So one of my favorite lines is you need balls and patience. (laughs) That's good. Balls and patience. And everybody says they have both. But you know what? Nobody has patience. Everybody wants results. Now. Now. I bring up the word patience to my clients every single day that I speak to them, but it's going to take time to go up against these big boys in these other markets. Cordell, Cordell. He's new in. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cordell and Cordell, that's a remnant radio buy across the country. Mm -hmm. That's not even a real targeting buy. They buy what they can and they get calls. So it shows that that model can work, 
but is it is it as effective as having a true marketing strategy? I don't know. It works for them. They're happy. That's all. That's all it takes. Well, we're happy too, and I'm so happy we got a chance to meet you and talk to you, Gary. And uh, we'll we'll have all the DOSs and GMs contact you. I don't want salespeople tuned into this right now to say, "Well, I'm going to hammer Gary Sarner." Uh, we wouldn't want that, right? Well, you know, you know, it's interesting. When I did open the agency, I made a promise to myself that I would return every single message. Let them know where they call. stand. Yeah. No matter what. And, and look, sometimes it's, hey, not right. in your market. Right. But I don't tell anybody that I'm not interested because I want to see everything. I want right. my clients to have every opportunity right. to be one step ahead of their competition. And I believe that sets me apart with my clients, but more importantly, with my broadcast partners. What, what people listening to this podcast are doing today is harder than it ever was. There's right. more competition. Hell, there's more competition within your own damn building. No question. It's on the outside. No question. Um, so I, I try and make people feel good. I might not do a deal directly with a salesperson, mm-hmm. but I will tell the manager I want this salesperson on the account when we're done. Awesome. Thanks to Gary. You can find more information about him, ROI360plus.com. Please rate it, review it, pass it along. This pod, write to me at jeffcaves54 at gmail.com. Topics and great conversations just like this that you want to listen to, let me know. Reach out. If you live near Flower Mound or Dallas, I'd love to see you too. Check out my articles on sports radio sales at barrettsportsmedia.com. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Seller to Seller with Jeff Caves. Each episode is available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and most podcasting platforms. To stay in touch with Jeff, follow him on Twitter at Jeff Caves and read his sales columns on BarrettSportsMedia.com.